At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a winning edition of the HHC. Hornets defeating the Philadelphia 76ers 107-101 yesterday. We'll break down the victory, pick our stars of the game, and it is Thanksgiving. Happy holidays to one and all. Hope you're enjoying some turkey with your podcast today. And we will give you what we are thankful as well as what some of your hornets are thankful for on this Thanksgiving Thursday. Helping me out on all of these topics, someone I'm always thankful for, 365, Rob Longo, our producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast. Rob Longo, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Sam. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's go ahead and get the cliches out of the way. What's the best Thanksgiving side? Ooh, best side. I, you know, I like green beans. Oh, I'm, that's too healthy I got, for me. I got a really good green bean recipe, and the kids and family were all like, I don't know if we want Dad making green beans. And uh, then they tried them, and now they, they want nothing but green beans. So. Good for you, then, because that's, again, if it's green, it's too healthy for me. So good for you. <laughs> How about you? Oh, uh, I got to go with something starchy and fattening, I guess. I got to go with, like... Mashed potatoes. Those are the. That's the glue guy. That'll. That's always going to be the go-to. I love everything potatoes, but I, I do like to save some room for some pumpkin pie. We'll get in some more Thanksgiving stuff in a little bit. Let's talk about something we're very thankful for, and that's a Hornets victory. Charlotte improving to five and fourteen with a win over the Philadelphia 76ers yesterday, one hundred seven to one hundred one. Several ways to look at this one, but one thing that stood out to me: the overall contributions up and down the roster. This is one where Charlotte really, despite having a couple days rest in Philadelphia being on night two of a back-to-back. It was the 76ers that threw the first punch, but Charlotte was able to just have sustained success throughout the second, third, and fourth quarters, winning all of those frames 
over Philadelphia, and everyone contributed. Starters across the board, all of them had to put in some effort uh, to get this W. The bench outscored Philadelphia's 34-21 to with some key late efforts from Kai Jones, from Teo Maladon. Dennis Smith Jr. got hurt with a, an ankle turn. We're hoping for good news for him in the next 24 hours. But start to finish, top to bottom, Charlotte needed and got big performances all across the board. Yeah, and I think I was kind of similarly along the lines with everybody else going into Wednesday's game where we were all sitting around on Tuesday watching the Sixers play the Nets. I mean, at least I sat there and watched the game, and I watched that game, and I saw Tobias Harris go off, and I saw the Sixers play defense, and they beat a Brooklyn team that you know has had their ups and downs this year, but for the most part, they were playing with a full deck, and the Sixers were not. No Joel Embiid, no Tyrese Maxey, no James Harden, and they came away, and they had a pretty convincing win against Brooklyn. So I'm thinking, well, Hopefully the fatigue is a factor on the second night of a back-to-back. Again, they're a little bit of a of an older team, a more veteran-laden team. So this is a chance for the Hornets to jump on them. And it wasn't the case. It looked like that Philadelphia was the team that had three days off of rest in that first quarter. And the Hornets just kind of got off to a sluggish start. I mean, Charlotte didn't take its first lead until the 11:37 mark of the third quarter. But once they got to it, it was pretty much looking back from there. I mean, they took that four-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and then they were able to you know, win it by six. And I thought, despite losing Dennis Smith Jr. in the first half, Teo Maladon with a huge 16 minutes out there to really pave the way. I mean, he was a really good positive in the plus minus as well. So overall, it was done by committee. And that's what this team has had to do over this course of no LaMelo ball, no Cody Martin. And of course, Terry Rozier missed a lot of time. And so did Gordon Hayward. So in order to win in the NBA, when you don't have your superstars, it has to be a cliche. I know it is, but it has to be a total team effort. And that's what the Hornets were able to accomplish last night. Teo, one of those guys who really stepped up in the second half. He did not play in the first half. Didn't seem to be really penciled into the game plan, but with the injury to Dennis Smith Jr., Teo comes on the floor and played so well they couldn't take him off of it. Two for three in that fourth quarter. Couple of steals, four big points. Hornets needed just about every one of them in a 107-101 to victory. We'll get to stars of the game next segment, but the other area I want to talk about is the center position. Joel Embiid clearly did not play in this game, and you wonder what it would look like for Philadelphia if they do have the MVP out there who's having an MVP season. I mean, Joel Embiid, even for Joel Embiid, is putting up amazing, amazing numbers coming into this uh, this stretch here where he's been hurt with the left midfoot sprain. This is the second game he's missed, but prior to that, 32 points per game, career high, 52% from the field, career high, top five in scoring, top 15 in rebounding. He's a monster, but Charlotte basically with their center combo, Mason Plumley and Nick Richards equaled that kind of production. Uh, combined 24 points and 26 rebounds. Not as many points as Embiid typically scores, but far more efficient from these two guys. Uh, you know, they're they're playing well. Mason Plumley's numbers sometimes don't look as explosive, but he has so much more responsibility with the other team's best center. And uh, Montrez Harrell was someone that you know he had to do with a couple of times in last night's game. Nick Richards took advantage of a, an advantageous matchup and put up the kind of numbers we've come to expect. That's now three straight double-doubles from Nick. So I thought the centers, in particular, really strong for Charlotte. They're doing a good job keeping the Hornets in these games with their overall explosive play attacking the glass. 72 points in a paint last night for Charlotte. That was a 72-54 to 54 advantage for the Hornets. That's, that's dominating. 
that is just a dominating performance. I mean, they were able to attack the glass pretty good too. 11 offensive rebounds, only converted to 11 second chance points. But crazy enough, Charlotte did not win the rebounding battle there. It was 45-44 in favor of Philly, but man, 72 points in the paint. I didn't even realize that until just now when I looked at the box score. That is a dominating performance. And again, we we do this a lot, but when I look at who won the rebounding battle and why, I always look to offensive boards because defensive boards, you're supposed to get offensive rebounds. That's where you're really creating the additional opportunities. Not to discount the importance of defensive rebounds. They are important, but Charlotte in this one, it was a stalemate in second chance points. They need Needed the extra reps. They had three more offensive rebounds than Philadelphia did. I think that makes the difference. So even though in totality, yes, Philadelphia did get one more overall rebound, Charlotte did the better job, I thought, on the glass last night. Mason Plumley, Nick Richards, both with double-doubles, both with 13 rebound performances in the win. That's a little bit about the why the Hornets won. Who were the stars of the night? We'll pick them next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Cataracts made it hard to see clearly. Even movies were blurry, so I went to Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Now movies are as clear and sharp as they once were. The doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offer cataract surgery using the newest technology and lenses with short recovery times. See like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, a winning edition. Hornets victorious over the Philadelphia 76ers, 107-101, to just the second time. Second time the Hornets have beaten Philadelphia in the last 19 head-to-head matchups. That's basically the career of Joel Embiid for Philadelphia, at least while he's been on the floor, that the 76ers have dominated. So when you get a rare opportunity where he's not playing for Philadelphia, you really better take advantage of it. Hornets do a badly needed win. They get back on track, hopefully. Something you know we've talked about quite a bit here on the Hornets Hivecast, Rob. There's no such thing as a 10-win game. Uh, there's no such thing as a 5-point shot. There's only so much you can do with any one possession and any one night in the NBA. The Hornets took care of business last night and get themselves hopefully back on track. They'll have a Black Friday matchup tomorrow that we can look forward to. But right now, we got to pick the stars from last night's game. We've referenced a couple of players. Curious if one of those is your pick for star of the night. Well, we already kind of touched on it already, and that's going to be from the center position. I got to go with Nick Richards. Teo Maladon gets the baseline. Wraparound attempt. No, Nick Richards got it back. Laying yes, got it and a foul. I mean, Nick comes off the bench and just really dominated in the 21 minutes he was out there. Five of 10 from the field, three for four from the free throw line, 13 rebounds. 13 points as well, so well, maybe he's a Taylor Swift fan. I don't know, going for 13 and 13. But at the end of the day, Nick Richards, a plus 11 out there on the plus minus. That was tied for the highest coming off the bench with another guy that we talked about, Teo Maladon. But Nick Richards, my top performer from last night's game, five offensive boards too. I mean, that is just cleaning the glass. It's been great what he's been able to do here so far through the first month, month and a half of the season where, you know, again, we kind of thought maybe head coach Steve Clifford was a little bit over his head when in training camp he said Nick Richards was going to be the backup center. And the way that he has played here through the first 19, 20 games of the season, it's remarkable the development that he had going from summer league into the offseason again into training camp. And he has just been such a great find for this Hornets team. Three straight double-doubles for Nick Richards. He's averaged 12 
12 and 12 basically over that stretch. He's been really, really big. Uh, and the offensive glass is really where he, he helps this team turn the corner because the game is all about matchups. It's all about, you know, how do you win when you're against your, your head-to-head equivalent? And Nick Richards is dominating these relief centers, so to speak, in the NBA, night in and night out. And even though we're all anxious to see Mark Williams out there on the floor at some point, I have no doubt he's going to get there. The kind of domination he's had in the G League, it's going to happen. But Nick Richards and Mason Plumlee, they're playing well enough to deserve the minutes they're getting above and beyond just you know what you would want to slot guys for based off their experience. They've earned their time out there on the floor. And Nick Richards, another command performance. I like the pick. Going into this one, I had felt sure Charlotte had been close several games in a row, and the difference had been a star player for the other team went into a fourth quarter, went into a stretch of minutes in the second half, and just took it over and said, I'm going to win it tonight. Darius Garland did that for Cleveland in the overtime sessions. Kyle Kuzma did that in the fourth quarter for Washington. Last night, I thought Terry Rozier took over the fourth quarter, and that's why he's my star of the game. Terry Rozier, a minute five left. Fights his way into the honeycomb. Up with the right hand. Off glass. Good for two. Terry Rozier. Up to 21. Timeout Philadelphia. Terry Rozier, a big, big night. He led all scores with 22 points. And it's not just that he ended up with the top points output, but it's when he decided to take over and how he had to take over. Win, fourth quarter, Extremely efficient. He goes four for four from the floor. He had an assist in there. He had a big defensive rebound to close out a possession. Nine points in the fourth frame. That was huge for the Hornets. Helped seal the deal. Also, the how. This is back-to-back games where Terry Rozier really didn't have his outside stroke going, and that's going to happen. He is a human being, after all. He's not going to be perfect each and every night, but the important thing is to figure out other ways to contribute, to score, to make an impact on the game, and Terry Rozier did that last night. Only one for three from the perimeter. Second half, fourth quarter especially, said, look, that shot's not working. I can get in the paint and score amongst the trees. The big man Embiid is not there to, to turn me around, and I know how to get by some of these other guys, and he did. Four for four in the fourth quarter, efficient in the paint and in and around the mid-range level. Uh, that was huge for the Hornets. So both he and Kelly Oubre I thought were really, really good about figuring out what's working, what's not, and then accentuate what was on for them. Both of them got to the glass got to the rim, got into the scorebook, finishing there. And I thought they were both huge, but can only pick one. Terry Rozier, my star for the night. It is Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for here with the Hornets victory. And we're going to talk about some of the things we're thankful for next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Buzz City, it's time to bring the Hive alive once again. Individual tickets and season ticket plans for the 2022-2023 season are now on sale. Take a break from your holiday shopping on Friday and join us at the Hive as your Hornets take on Anthony Edwards and the rest of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tip time is set for 5 p.m. here at Spectrum Center. Secure your seats now at Hornets.com or through the Hornets mobile app. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on a Thanksgiving edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks for making the HHC part of your Thanksgiving holiday podcast series. If you're cooking that turkey or making some sides, whatever you're up to. Thanks for letting us keep you company while everything marinates here on this Thanksgiving holiday. So wanted to take a, a moment to talk about some of the things that we're most thankful for as an organization. Thankful for all of our fans, no doubt. Thankful for them filling up Spectrum Center, almost 17,000 in attendance. 
last night when the Hornets beat Philadelphia, hoping for a sellout crowd on Black Friday tomorrow when Charlotte hosts Minnesota. And of course, we'll have our preview podcast for that one then. Also, thankful for all of our fantastic partners, our players, our coaches, the executives, every single one of our team members who helped out with the 12th annual Cornucopia event earlier this week. Charlotte Hornets and Food Lion Feeds coming together to provide Thanksgiving meals to a 1,000 families in need at the 12th Annual Cornucopia event. Players were there, coaching staff, executives, Food Lion, executives and associates, Coca-Cola Consolidated, executives and staff, Second Harvest Food Bank of Metro Line of Volunteers, all coming together to help feed 4,000 of our family members, really, here in the Charlotte area that were in need, a 1,000 families getting a Thanksgiving dinner who maybe otherwise would not have. So we're, we're thrilled that our organization was able to be a part of that and extremely thankful there. Before we get to what Rob and I are thankful for, let's get to some people that you probably want to hear from a lot more. Terry Rozier, what he's thankful for here on this Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my teammates, my family, uh, you know, this organization for believing in me. Hopefully we can keep getting some wins. I'm thankful for Terry Rozier after the way he played last night. But, no, nah, I mean, it's just been really good stuff from, from T-Row. And this is the time of the year where we all kind of sit back and we have to reflect and count our blessings. And, you know, of course, the last couple of years have been rough on all of us, to be frank. So, you know, you just kind of be thankful of with everything, really. So you, you're thankful for your health. You're thankful for your family. You're thankful for your friends, great coworkers, people you like to see every day. It's half the battle whenever you're working day in and day out, especially especially in his profession. So I would be thankful for more wins and I'm sure the Hornets would be too. But at the end of the day, you know, we have to be thankful for our health and our happiness and, and all of that stuff, because at the end of the day, that's what truly matters. There you go. Terry Rozier, thankful for his family, for this organization, for the belief in him. Great words of wisdom there from Rob Longo. Let's hear from Kelly Oubre Jr. What he's thankful for this Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for the Hornets. I'm thankful for the city of Charlotte. And I'm thankful for my family, man, for sure. Great words of wisdom there from Tsunami Poppy. Uh, What I'm thankful for, uh, definitely, uh, to be able to work for this fantastic organization, my beautiful family, for all of their support, all of our great listeners, our great fans who uh, take in this podcast daily or once a week or once a month or once a year. We're grateful to have you here with us on the Hornets Hivecast. And then most importantly, again, my family. You know, I got my uh, wife and kids. They came to the game yesterday for the Hornets' big win over Philadelphia. And now I I think I might be, uh, they might be thankful because they might have to come to every game from now on. They got to show up until we lose. That's the rules. We don't make the rules. This is just superstition. So again, everybody in the building, if you were here on Wednesday, you got to be back here tomorrow as well for Hornets versus Timberwolves. So again, I don't make the rules. You just, you got to go until you lose. You know, Black Friday is a holiday and it's not a school night, so maybe we'll have to get the kids and out And it's there. a 5 o'clock tip. That's right. An earlier tip as well. Something to look forward to. Speaking of, we will have our game preview for you tomorrow. We'll have that podcast for you, getting you set for Hornets versus the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. And again, if you would like to join us for that one, you can go to Hornets.com, grab your tickets today. Rob Longo, very thankful for you working on the Thanksgiving holiday. Thankful for all the hard work you put in night in, night out, day in, day out here on the HHC and the Hornets Radio Network. Thanks for being a part of this show. Well, thank you as always, and I don't think I can top that, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Black Friday edition of the Hornets Hotcast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.